0: Hey everybody, it's uh, Griffin, and you may know me from the podcast that you're about to listen to. Listen, uh, this week's episode is is what people in the TV industry would call a, a very special episode, maybe an arrow that you would keep in your quiver until sweeps week when it really mattered, uh, because here's the thing, it sounds really shitty, not all of it, uh, actually just my audio, which I accidentally recorded with my webcam instead of my high quality microphone. Um, so for the next hour, I'm going to sound a little something like this. Yeah, so it's going to sound something like this. That's not great, is it? It's, it's so unpleasant that I don't actually even want you to experience it in this sample version because you're about to eat an hour of it. And I feel really genuinely very bad about that. So let's switch back to good mic. Ah, there we go. There's the stuff that you're used to. Um, so yeah that's this week's episode I'm I'm really I'm very sorry um, I try to make this show sound as good as I possibly can despite the fact that we live in three different states and syncing all that up is kind of tricky from time to time and like big fuck ups like this don't help so uh, bear with us it's not going to be an issue in the future um, I, I don't like putting out stuff that's not as, as good as we can do but that's very much what you're going to have this week so um, if you want to skip this week, like I totally understand, we do some bits about Home Alone Two that I thought were pretty good. Um, we talk about having sex with Star Wars characters. That was a pretty nice run. Um, so that's sort of like a Cliff's Notes version of it. If you want to pass again, I totally understand. Uh, otherwise, here's the show.
1: Enjoy. The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed.
2: My brother, my brother, and me. CES 2014 edition. I'm your oldest
3: brother, Justin Macroy I'm your middleest brother. Boop, beep. Oh, I'm That's your middleest. Yeah, yeah. I'm cyber your middleest brother, Travis McElroy.
0: I'm your baby brother, Griffin McRoy. Just loving all the tech. Like I have a lot of wearable technology on right now. Ugh. A lot of wearable I'm, tech. It's it's hot. I was in an H and M yesterday, and there was a dude wearing ski goggles in the H and M. Um, and I think there's probably a little bit of wearable tech in those there goggles.
2: Uh, I have a new cyber implant that I got uh, uh, on the show floor. It's a throat, I don't know if you guys saw these, a throat computer. It, they actually embed it in your throat. Okay. And what it does is it turns your mind signals from your mind into uh, uh, in, like, to speech.
0: Without it's having working, to move like, your mouth or throat or anything. Not working super well. Just like based hey, on that last sentence.
3: You know well, what I'm the the piece that I'm most excited about because mm. um, I saw the a little clip about it. It's a six slot toaster.
0: Interesting. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. I don't think Travis that was actually part of the CES. Uh, techno this this January get into subway for a oh,
0: five dollar no. f- okay did here's again. the
2: thing is it's no this is the problem with the throat pewter very expensive it is subsidized oh. uh, technology so occasionally uh, in the middle of... Co- don't miss Will Ferrell and Anchorman 2. Okay, how does it make you sound like that, that's, though? Well, it has to be very clear that
0: it's not my normal that's, just, that's what it sounds like when Justin is resisting the throat pewter with his own <laughs> organa I, muscles. I'm,
2: I, yeah, I'm fighting against it uh, uh, as hard as I can. Can I but, hack your uh, throat
0: pewter? I, I,
2: I don't think it's Wi-Fi. I think it's just with like my uh throat so any time is snack time with popcorn bread, popcorn, <laughs> popcorn popcorn bread, popcorn, <laughs> popcorn okay. I'm, saying, I'm glad that, that they're doing well enough
0: to afford such primetime advo as yeah. as an episode I of my wish I could shut
2: it off during certain times like when I'm uh recording my podcast yeah. kids
0: love lunchables and lunchables are
2: kids <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, lunchables are made of children. I think I might have been hacked. That I do think a hacking is possible because that seems to have happened. Do you want me to
0: like? Do you want me to like ram uh, uh, McAfee uh, like antivirus down your throat?
2: Yeah, or I could just take a cold and flu medicine. That actually, or you could just drink
0: too. something. I think, and the liquid would probably compromise. You'd have to eat some <sighs> sand maybe and get in the gears. Yeah, that did.
2: I just drank some Diet Dr Pepper, and that okay, that wasn't an ad. I mean, I I. I did just drink some Diet Dr. Pepper. It is goddamn
0: delicious, though.
2: It's really, it tastes just like regular Dr. Pepper. I don't know what the big hubbub is. Uh, Travis, you're not feeling great? Uh, that is correct. Did you get any, t- did, maybe you caught, a um, computer virus at CES?
3: Yes. That's exactly what happened. I caught a, a electronics-based virus. <sighs>
2: I worried for a second that we had lag on the call, but I think it's lag on your brain. I think your brain is lagging.
3: Oh no! I
0: just didn't enjoy your joke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In my defense and yours, it
3: wasn't so much of a joke.
0: I think Travis is just like put off by all the CES talk because he's something of a luddite.
3: I I do fear technology, um, and all the things it can do to us.
0: Well, oh, like connect us in ways we've never been connected before, and like fix diseases, and like three D print like flesh for burn victims.
3: Yeah, right. and eventually we become too uh, too, too reliant upon it.
0: Please, just no more flesh, fleshbot. I'm not interested in anymore. How about some more flesh? Like I'm good. <laughs> I definitely have plenty. Of flesh.
3: Well, what about what about when the kids they're on their cell phones and they're not connecting with nobody?
0: That's a good point. What about
3: that? What about that, Griffin?
0: We're creating a communications ghetto. Because the people,
3: the people always—they're taking the, the Instagrams. Yeah. They're taking the Instagrams, and they're not just like enjoying the moment. Back in my day, you just enjoyed the moment, maybe with a Polaroid or some such, and then you pinned it on a wall. Okay. And now that takes the people—they take it with their phones and they put it on on the interwebs.
0: Man, you sound horrible.
3: Yeah. Just like, like the using. quality of my voice or like what I'm saying.
0: And check yeah. check 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 all check, of it
2: check. Hey, let's get into the advice, guys. I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, so this ready. January, Josh Holloway stars a special agent Gabriel Vaughn in intelligence. Half super agent, half computer, basically Chuck.
3: How hard, <laughs> how hard did the throat Peter have to research that one to know everything about
2: it? <laughs> he knew it off the top. I think it's just being streamed
3: uh, directly into my throat. That seems uh, like uh, a weird marketing campaign to, like, write for your show. <laughs> Check out our show. We basically stole the idea from Chuck. Chuck, uh,
2: but I mean, serious. Serious Chuck.
3: <laughs> we call it Charles.
2: That's actually the name <laughs> My <laughs> wonderful girlfriend of four years is turning 21 in a couple of weeks. I'm throwing her a surprise birthday party inviting all our friends and even some friends from other colleges. I was worried about people mingling and getting along, though, seeing as many of those people have never met. Are there any activities other than drinking legally that I could put on make sure everyone has a great time? That's from Perplexed Partier in Pittsburgh. Mm.
0: When's the last time you guys threw a party? I mean,
3: I have get-togethers.
0: Right. That's not what this person is talking about. We're talking about a twenty-first b-day fucking rager barnstormer.
3: Yeah, because I mean, honestly, what my mind immediately jumped to is I know lots of like party games, but I don't. Is that is that what you're looking for? I think they're looking for like some
2: great. You know, it's it's hard because you think about the the sort of like formal atmosphere that we sort of issued from. Like the Victorian era, Mm -hmm. you know, we sort of let that fall by the wayside, but there certainly is something to be said for having some sort of, you know, codified way of handling interactions in a place. You need one. You
0: need, like, every time we have, like, we want to have people over, there's usually, like, a, um, activity that serves mm -hmm. as sort of the linchpin for the entire thing, like, we're gonna grill. And then people know that this is where hot, this is where like charred food is going to be served. Or we say like, we're gonna play hero quests. And then people know just not to come. Not to come. Because they don't (laughs) want to do that.
3: What, I mean. We usually do like Cards Against Humanity, or yeah. you know, like uh you can also play. I, I don't know what it's actually called, but we call it Fishbowl, where you like write down. Put a your, keys a, your keys into a. You put you your get keys to... into it, and then everybody sleeps with everybody else. It's pretty good getting to know you. Exercise,
0: yeah, getting to know somebody, and maybe something about yourself.
3: You could have a herald announce everyone as they come into the party.
0: Yeah, that's okay. like, that's over pretty quickly, isn't it?
3: Yeah, but that seems like a pretty good way to get to know each other when you're like, Oh, that's Lord Stephen of Miller.
2: That's why the ideal to put do parties like this is Halloween, because then even if you don't know the person, everybody knows Snooky. So you feel comfortable with Snooky. You wanna talk Always. to Snooky.
0: God, Justin, your fucking pop culture references are like super, super on point. They're like super, super up-to-date, hot hip, what's now, what's what's hip. Uh, is, everybody who knows Nicole Richie, what are you even saying anymore? It's 2004 forward.
2: I'm done, though. I'm 33 years old. I'm out of the game. I am out. <laughs> he
3: knows um, everything no. about pop culture that he'll ever know.
2: Here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about pop culture, right? We're making more every day. Fair? Correct. Yeah. There's new YouTubes. There's new... Whatever. There's like three new
0: YouTube videos every day. How are you supposed to keep up with that?
2: <laughs> yeah, at some point You have to say well, I'm done. I'm gonna work backwards from here So at least there's a finite amount of culture for me to intake all the good stuff's already done been made I'm out of the game. Yeah. I'm done
0: Um, Back to this person's question the easiest thing to do and I think the thing that I run into the most uh, when I or my friends have have these sorts of gets to gets together,s Is to base it around the preparation of some sort of um, non everyday food. Um, Like last night, we went to a friend's house and he made ribs that he got from the Salt Lake. Like, oh, "Oh, that's exciting. Or like a friend will do like a like a shrimp boil, Um, like things that you just. What about like fondue? Fondue, sure. I think that was sort of like the whole idea behind that craze. Not that anybody. Justin, I got you in Sydney a fondue pot for Christmas like two years ago. Have you used
2: that? Hell yeah, we did. Put some chocolate in that mother grabber. Little, some pretzels. Mm. I'll take you right to town. I think that's...
3: You like, could do a fry... We used to do fry parties in college where we'd set up a fat fryer and then you just bring shit to fry.
0: That's kind of... Safe? It's mm-hmm. super safe and it's... I you at get the super cutest, drunk while you're doing
3: it. I met the cutest guy
2: with the cutest scarring ever at this point. He was
0: very bubbly. Not like his personality, like his, like his flesh. He's a keeper. You guys want Yahoo? Please, guys, you fucking drowned me in Yahoos today. I t- I got like ready for the show. I usually take about twenty to thirty minutes to prep. There was easily an hour and a half worth of Yahoos, um, which is why I was late. Sorry, boys. Um, thank you all very very much. This Yahoo answer was sent in by Ira Ray are you ira ray who wants to know ira welcome back my friend um it's by yahoo answers user books where the magic happens <laughs> <laughs> done that's all i needed thank you books where the magic happens asks how often should catchphrases be used just like people in real life, characters often have catchphrases or things uttered often.
3: Just like people in real life.
0: Just like those real people. So the question is, how much is too much? How many times do you think is just the right amount?
3: Well, the trick mm-hmm. is that it's per hour, but you could use them all up right at the top of the hour and then have to wait like another <laughs> 55 minutes to get to say like, them some sweet pants, bro. Right. And then you got to like, you could say is that like 10 al- times. Is it
0: always pants though?
3: Oh, that's a good call. I mean I guess uh well then it comes into can you vary the article of clothing and count that as varying the catch for I don't know why it has to always so it's be clothing. Some sweet sock suspenders, bro.
0: Yeah. Um pretty well, sweet
3: of- merkin bro.
0: I don't know why you'd be looking at that on your bro.
3: Well, maybe he was self-conscious about it. He didn't know if it was a good merkin' or not. Maybe you're at a merkin' like, Does this party. look natural? Does this yeah. look natural? You're like, that's a pretty sweet merkin',
0: bro. Do you know, first of all, like, I guess we have catchphrases, like, for the show? Kiss Your Dad Square in the Lips, I guess it's a catchphrase, but we only do that once per hour, which I guess is not so bad.
2: No, I guess that's fine. I mean, it's it's more of a sign-off yeah. than a catchphrase. I mean... Uh, Griffin, when you were establishing, Oops, I eated all the potato chips. I right, really, uh, yeah, for, I did not get that For one your series, Little Griffin. Yeah, yeah, but but during the run of the sitcom, mm-hmm. during the sitcom run of Little Griffin, sure. Or was it Little Gri- Griffin?
0: So, that- uh, Little Griffin. Little The issue was the um, the censors were like really hesitant to have a show where a child <laughs> ate potato chips. <laughs> Actually, sorry, ate all the potato chips. Sorry. Eated all the potato chips <laughs> multiple times per episode. Like it didn't really paint a healthy picture of uh, Little Griffy's dietary habits. And they were afraid that like kids at home would see that and just like go grab up all the cheetahs that they had on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And just right. let them introduce themselves. <laughs> the names are diabetic because they <laughs> eated all the potato chips four times during,
2: over. During the you can tell uh, if you're watching late series mm-hmm. or or early Little Griffy because he'll say, "Oops, I eated all of
3: the." Uh, like quinoa, yeah. In the house, it like I eat it a reasonable amount of potato chips and balanced <laughs> it out with some fruits and vegetables.
0: Right, uh, jump the shark. Actually, there is not. I don't think a reasonable amount of potato chips.
2: <laughs> I think the. La- I do think that catchphrases are sort of a lost art on television. I mean, uh, I, I, like the last great catchphrase I can remember is like how would? the work of Steve, Steve well I would say the work of Steve Urkel I think it comes a little after I, it, friends. the firehouse heydays but did I do that um,
3: friends was pretty heavily catchphrased like how you doing and, yeah, yeah uh,
2: there were some good catchphrases there that's true
0: Oh fucking how about your mother is like everything that's that, that uh, Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. says is like catchphrase
2: that's true I, I that's guess true. it's still
0: like alive and kicking I just don't know people who do that shit in real life because it would make them like Think in your lives. Do
2: you guys actually know anybody that literally has, like,
3: catchphrases? Well, the thing is, is, like, there's such a huge difference between having a, quote, catchphrase and having certain patterns of speech that you tend to repeat. You know what I mean? I think as soon as you identify something, like, this is going to be my catchphrase, you're on, like, the fast track to douche down because, like... You shouldn't actively make the decision, but if you're a guy who just says like, you know, uh, Coolio a lot, and that's just sure. a natural thing that you do,
0: it's it, it's also very situational. Like, I have a, a circle of friends here in uh, here in Austin that uh, we bandy around about terms like uh, like day rage and uh, crush sesh and things like that, but we never like. There's not like a thing that anybody says every time they enter a fucking room, because that would be the weirdest. Yeah, uh, I think it would be awesome. Hear
2: me, <laughs> Jay's in town. Yeah, I've tried that get to the, get that one going. Cha-boy!
0: <laughs> every time you enter a room, Cha-boy! Oh hey. I think it would be here. really
3: awesome if like when when you turn twelve, kind of like in The Giver, everyone was assigned a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it came to you with your social security number, you know, and you you were legally required to use it every time you entered a room. Sure. And then it would be like, like
0: reti- when when little Griffy dies, then the uh-huh. Giver would receive. Oops, I eaten all the potato chips, and then That's would right. just like store those memories. Uh, it's a very heavy burden, though. We have well, to. Well, just- because
3: you, you would have to think, though, that some people's catchphrases would be really like pertinent and be like, "Holla at me, right?" But then some people would just be like. We have to walk in and be like, I'd like a raise. And it's like, that doesn't work.
0: Apples! Yeah. Man, that's not great.
2: Well, gentlemen, we've been trying to solve the case of the Ripper for three years now. We believe we finally have a break in the case. According to all eyewitnesses, he says later turd burglars (laughs) every time he leaves the scene of a crime. So it should be pretty easy to check with the catchphrase
0: office. Let's check the index. Oh, it's Steve Harvey. It was Steve Harvey this whole fucking time? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? I didn't even think he was alive, but that's like his whole thing. It's how he opens up every episode of Harvey. What's his show? Family Feud. Family Feud was the answer.
2: He's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of catchphrases. He does. I, when I last time I was in New York, uh, I took a cab to uh, JFK. It took me like an hour from the hotel, and my cab driver listened to Steve Harvey the whole time, uh, and I listened to it too. And I laughed at it. It made me feel pretty hip.
0: Pretty Pretty, pretty yeah. now. How about another question?
2: My girlfriend and I are visiting a city neither of us have ever seen before. And our question is this. Should we plan out a long list of things to do and see beforehand? Or is it more fun to just wing it? We don't have a ton of travel experience. We already have a place to stay and just about nothing else. We're going to be there for six days. And the city is Austin, if that helps.
0: Fuck yeah, it helps. And
2: that's from, thanks, scouting in, or sorry, that says thanks, and then it's from
3: scouting in San Francisco. Right, Griffin, you
0: you sure in, not Griffin, before you jump in,
3: before you jump in, with Austin suggestions, let's answer as a general question first.
0: Alright, go to Barton Springs. It's like this beautiful swimming hole, like in the heart of downtown. I'm not saying, like, if there's a Barton Springs in whatever town that you visit, like, make sure that you check that out. Um, I know that there is one in Austin, so...
2: By and large, I think that the the thing you want to plan and overplan is like getting there, transit. Like that's where you're going to that's where you're going to get boned. That's where I will get overly analytical and figure out every last detail. Like figure out how you're getting from, you know, your house to the airport to your hotel, etc. After that, I tend to just bring a laptop with me and sort of figure stuff out as I as I get there.
3: It, yeah. it never hurts to have like two or three like don't want to miss things so yeah. that you always have something to fall back on should it be so for example if you're in Austin and you want to go to the Alamo draft house cool then you know that at least one of the days, the centerpiece of the day is going to be going to the Alamo draft house because that always kind of lets me relax a little bit more when I know that the, something is planned but I don't feel the need yeah. to plan every single second of the day
0: I just I just I plan everything. Like it just—it's more of a—it's a relief to have like a big like checklist of stuff and like a schedule. I think that once you do that do. though,
2: you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, that's if the you thing. You got no—if you have no plans, then you can't fail.
3: Teresa has been, you know, helping me with that because I tend to like—I used to over plan stuff, and then it just leads to frustration. Because if you're like, I'm going to do these eight things today, and then you only get to do like five of them. You know, you don't want to be stressed about the three you didn't get to do. You want to be living in the moment of the five you did get to do.
2: I really I think another good thing that you can research is find like a general area Mm -hmm. that that is nice and then go there and and don't have any specific plans beyond that. But like when we were we went to uh, the UK recently, the nicest day we had in Bath was going to just sort of the center of town and looking around. Yeah. Um, and and we knew that that was an area we wanted to get to, but beyond that, it, it, there really wasn't a uh, you know a lot we had planned. We sort of let the day unfold as it as it wanted to, and that's a lot more relaxing than having a, a checklist that you got to go through.
0: I guess it's a good point because like whenever people come here, I tell them to go to South Congress, which is just like a cool street with like a ton of cool shit to do. Instead of saying go to this one mm-hmm. specific place. Um, because, like, a lot of cities, especially Austin, like, there's some shit that you might have on your checklist. Like, I'm gonna go do Franklin's Barbecue, and then, like, guess what? You are totally, totally not gonna be able to do that, because the line is around the block. Yeah, um, food food for me is an important one.
3: I usually know, like, two or three places I wanna, like, have dinner or do breakfast or some Some place that either friends have told me beforehand, like, I went to, you know, I went to Pittsburgh, and you gotta check out this place. You know what I mean? Uh, but... That's usually go find an area with the restaurants and stuff like Justin was saying and just kind of cruise around the uh,
2: the other. The only other thing that I would say in terms of like planning that is really useful is to find out uh, the the car situation, because um, mm-hmm. there are some areas where like for en- to to use two recent examples. Uh, we were in Bath. We rented a car. And as it turns out, if you find a place to put your car in that city, it lives there forever. Like you can don't ever, ever move it because that's where it lives from then on. They just
0: pour cement over the car <laughs> right. and turn it into a statue commemorating the moment where you found a parking spot. <laughs> right,
2: You'll visit it from time to time. You take your grandkids. And then I just turned left and then I turned right. And there it
0: was. Uh, Fuck! I left my Bella Flex CD in there. <laughs> Shit! Now it's gone. Part of the memorial. But in
2: Austin, if you don't have a car, I don't think you're gonna do much. You're not no. gonna really get around much.
0: Mm-hmm. People bike, but like they just do it so other people see them on their bike.
2: We get it, guys. We get it,
0: guys. Like it's got only just the two wheels. Um, can I give Austin suggestions now? Or yeah, make only do it that
2: quick. Off uh,
0: you gotta get uh uh a pizza taco. At uh, at the place there's a food truck downtown where you'll see it. Um, it has like a giant pizza taco on top of the car, so you'll see uh, exactly which one to get. Um, go to the Alamo. Go to the Alamo definitely. <laughs> uh, there's a uh there's a beautiful spring fed pool behind the Alamo that's very refreshing to um dip in. Uh, there's the Custer's Last Stand Frozen Custard Shop um, that has some of the I would say like the 5th best frozen custard in Texas <laughs> that's definitely worth checking top out top 10 at least uh, there's you can get a 10 gallon hat full <laughs> of Custer's they call it Cust- Custer's Custard um, you can buy that there and eat that you have to eat it on the spot though because they got they need that hat Back. So,
2: and please um, demand a clean hat. A lot of times, they're going to tell you that they don't have any, and you're going to get one with someone else's custard leavings, and you don't sure, want that.
0: You don't want that. Uh, go to a Longhorn fight.
3: <laughs>
0: Is that two Longhorns? It's uh, eight Longhorns oh. usually, and one, they don't and do. One dude. You have to really plan your trip around that because just because of like the the rate of death. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, they burn through seven longhorns every time that they do it, and
3: so it's like a longhorn uh, demolition derby.
0: They're a tough animal to breed for obvious reasons. Uh-huh. Those horns get in the way of of the of the copulation, so like you gotta you gotta make sure you're planning a trip around that because I think it's like once or twice a week.
2: Make sure you meet George W. Bush. He's just wandering mm-hmm. around handing out peppermints to kids.
0: He runs a cool down tent on Sixth uh, Street. Uh, Fridays, Fridays and Saturdays, uh, when it gets pretty tazy. Hey, you're looking a little beat. What you come hey, on in, chill out. Come on in, have some orange juice. Have some, uh, have some insure. It's good for you. Bring you down. Well, bro, do you want not rehydrate, bro? <laughs> come on. Now. These are all really good, George George W. Bush. Or is it? Oh, sorry, it's George H. W. Bush. It's the one that runs the <laughs> cool down tent. So anyway, those are just a few suggestions for me to use. I dropped my right. Pringles. Oh fuck.
2: That wasn't an ad.
0: Justin dropped it all in potato chips.
2: Uh, they're actually technically potato crisps because they're made from reconstituted potato granules. So there's a, a lengthy lawsuit about it. I'll walk you guys through it sometime. I yeah. work in a type of service industry that not many people know about, but is growing in popularity. I work in a rock climbing gym, hosting birthdays and private lessons. The problem is, I don't think people know it's customary to tip their belayer the one who pulls in the slack of the rope while the climber climbs after pulling the kids up a wall for about an hour. My question is, how do you ask for tips without asking for tips? And that's from Tipless Trainer. Let me uh, help you out with something, Tipless Trainer. Allow me to assist you with something. If most people don't know it's customary to do something, That's sort of what a custom is. It's kind of what a custom is is that you kind of do it because it's the thing to do. If people don't know that that's the custom, I'm sorry, dog, but like... not a custom, really. I was, I was, I was don't, say, I, like, there's
3: not like a, unless I'm mistaken, not like a, a, a chart somewhere, some official laminated chart that says you tip your belayer... And yet people have not bothered to go check out that particular office.
0: I don't even know what a belayer... Like, I didn't know that word until Justin, via you, just, like, introduced that shit into my brain. Like, there's no way I would have tipped you. Not a, ch- not a chance. The only way
2: I tip where I don't know, like, know for certain that I am supposed to... Like, obviously, there's some of those that are easy. Waiters, taxi drivers... um, The only time that I don't, uh, I do. I have to see a bowl. You, I have to see a bowl, or you have to do the thing that Rob Schneider does in Home Alone Two, where you kind of rub your fingers together (laughs) like you're looking for fruit stripe gum. That's like that's. I've got to see one of those two actions. Maybe what you could do to kind of be cute is, uh, once the kid is up, just hold him there Uh and
3: wait. Because mm-hmm. you got that kid, you so got to turn parent. him up. Just look at the dad and be like, "So is that your son?" Be like, "Yeah." He's like, "How much is it worth to you for me to not let him fall?"
0: Yeah. Like a or light. turn the kid upside down. Turn the kid upside down. The money will fall out of his pants like he's in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. A or sign? maybe just let one kid fall.
3: Yeah, let one kid fall so they know you're serious. <laughs>
2: Make sure <laughs> he's. Er-
0: and then just
3: loudly announce, "I guess his parents didn't tip." <laughs> And then, when you're on the run from the law, and you move to another state, and you get a nope, job, because the kid and you are in it together. Oh the my God! Knows, he faked it. The kid knows what's up. He's, he's no. The kid died. The kid oh, sacrificed dead, his life, but he was in it with you.
2: <laughs> I think he lived, and it turned out he was David Blaine. What? what? How did how, it, did how did it, this happen?
0: How did, how did it happen?
2: He's amazing. I'm how gonna dress. I'm gonna dress like a white kid named Skyler for the next six months. It'll be the greatest hoax of my
0: life. We rag we've talked, I think, at length about Home Alone 2. You mentioned it and it brought up something something I didn't really realize until my latest like holiday time viewing of that film, which is like I think it has cemented itself as a holiday classic by this point. Okay.
2: Have we talked is, about this on the show recently?
0: I don't think so. We talked about okay. how Tim Curry was so very, very upsetting in that film. Oh, yes, nice, but yes. let's explore that subject just a little bit deeper. Um, that's the worst hotel basically ever.
2: Okay. Why? What? What is your problem with it?
0: There's a scene. It, it's it's entirely managerial mm-hmm. are my issues with it. And not for, like the obvious stuff of like they check, let a kid check in. Um, it's that once they did that. They definitely invaded that person, regardless of his age, invaded his privacy to a, like, felonious extent. Case in point, there's a scene where Tim Curry goes to check on the room, um, and this is after his suspicion's been peaked, and he starts, you know, s- sort of snooping around, and Kevin gets gets wise, and it's the scene where he sets up the clown in the shower and plays the recording of his uncle singing. But let's, like, play through tim curry's brain thoughts in that scene where he sneaks in and he's looking for an adult but he doesn't see an adult so at this point he thinks oh a child is staying in this hotel room and definitely fucking grifting me he walks into the bedroom and he hears that the shower is on in the bathroom and tim curry's next like fucking step is to just go right in that bathroom (laughs) and check out what he fully fully believes to be a naked a naked kid in the shower right now like it sounds like an adult voice but there's really only one way to be sure to see if it's not a naked kid in a shower that's totally grifting me right now and he pops his head in and then he finds out it's an adult and the adult sees him and that's what makes him run away not that if he had seen like if what if that scene had played out differently and it was naked Kevin McAllister in the shower and naked Kevin McAllister was like, Hey dog. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey pal. And Tim
3: Curry would have just yelled, I knew it.
0: Hey pal, yeah, you caught me. You're also looking at like my kid dick right now. <laughs> nice bust. So <laughs> nice like, like bust, I, so I know.
3: kid dick was also my favorite procedural cop drama.
0: <laughs> like, great work. You bust I'm busted, I guess. You busted me. But now like Man, you're going, crime. Crime. you're going to prison like a You're going to prison for checking out your your hotel's fucking gone. Like once this hit the, hits the press, what's he going to do, fucking kill Kevin? That's what he has to do because if Kevin talks, yeah, great hotel. Manager definitely checked out my kid dick in the shower trying to catch me grifting. Like that one's on me. I was grifting. I, it was not an open invitation for Tim Curry to like scope out my zone. Yeah, like I can't. It make, I love that movie. It's a holiday classic. Can't watch that part anymore <laughs> it's, because yeah. what he, what human being is like? Mm, I've owned the case. <laughs>
2: <I'm> going <laughs> think, to look at that little kid dick today. It would have
3: been worse. Justin, if the you sound more like the Count from.
2: I am basically doing the count.
0: One, one kid, one kid dick. Uh, 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 here uh, is uh. here
2: is my problem with hobolo two. They originally had um intended to shoot. The climactic scene in the toy shop. Oh, that's right. They ran out, of, it up. Ripped, ran out of funds. As they right? ran out, ran out of funds, or FAO Schwartz wouldn't let them do it. And they—that's where they originally were going to shoot the 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 climactic scene. But instead, they didn't. So they decided to do it at an abandoned house on a soundstage, which, okay, is problematic because what it does is it removes from the burglars the impetus of robbing a place they're not trying to rob this place they are trying to kill a child they're trying to know that's, that's pr- problematic sure but the other thing that is worrisome about this is in turn this little Dexter just l- <laughs> lures these guys in this house to kill them yeah let me figure yeah. this
3: out why doesn't he call 911 and just say like hey There were some guys scoping out the toy store.
2: He has to to kill bad
0: guys. Oh, PS nine one one in check. PS nine (laughs) one one. Fucking Tim Curry scoped <laughs> out my little kid dick and balls. <laughs> well, I've got you here? Well, I've got you
2: here. Let
0: me let you
2: This will come as no surprise to anyone who's seen him do anything, but Tim Curry scoped my kid dick. I'm just kidding, Tim Curry. We love you so much. Love to have you on the show. Please get at us if you can.
0: It's gonna mind him.
2: I need to make a website to support all of these uh, Home Alone 2 conspiracy theories, problems, accusations. Have you checked sure out
3: Geocities?
2: What? Geocities? They don't exist anymore. That's problematic. So I'm going to turn to uh, Squarespace. Uh, they support us, uh, so we'd like you to support them in turn. It's an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Uh, they got new platform with. Uh, they're improving their platform with new features, new designs, and support. They have beautiful designs. Make your website like a snowflake. That's just yours. Oh, it's uniquely yours.
0: S- a square snowflake. A
2: square shaped snowflake.
0: I don't think everything on your website has to be square. Make a page of just snowflake gifs.
2: Mm-hmm. And Squarespace can help you with that at just eight dollars a month, and that includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. And they got support twenty four seven. So when you start getting, you know, the thing about web design, you're going to have some glitches, 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 and uh, you're going to want to contact them for some help. Because you're dumb, you don't know what any of it is. You don't know what it you any know of what it is. you're doing.
0: You're like a you're like a kid trying to do a shower, a shower, and you're like a kid in the shower. You're like a kid in the shower right now. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Why is um, Tugory scoping you? Uh, so go to squarespace.com. Uh, if you use the offer code brother one that's my brother. that's one word, and then the number one, uh, you get 10% off your first purchase. My so, suggestion,
2: make your first purchase a large uh, a portion of Squarespace. Yeah. Buy, a large buy stock, stock in buy, Squarespace. Buy Squarespace stock, 10% off, turn around, flip it. You just made mm-hmm. an instant profit. You're welcome.
0: Um, with informative ads like this, Squarespace is obviously a service that's going straight to the moon. <laughs> uh,
2: but you know the thing about flipping websites—that's hungry work.
0: It is. It's been my well, problem with it. I got not like not like as much as like working at like a salt mine.
2: It, no, well there you got salt to eat. And then all the salt that's more of thirsty, work. Eat. thirsty work. That's more yeah, thirsty work. This true. is hungry work, and if you want to curb it, your, if you're a hungry man or a hungry woman, you got to curb it. You wanna, uh, you don't wanna tough it out, just treat yourself to a little, uh, nature box... ...box... ...of snacks. Nature box
0: box of snacks. That's where the snacks are. Good. In time. this whole box. These are Good healthy time.
2: snacks, right? They're healthy. There's no question yeah. about that. But, it's not what you're thinking. there's not- you're not gonna get a box of celery, if that's what you're thinking. I'm, I'm not- wouldn't- sure I wouldn't advertise that. I wouldn't advertise that product on my show, and I know you guys wouldn't either. We're talking French toast granola, salted caramel pretzel pops, sweet mm-hmm. potato fries dark yum, cocoa, yum. cocoa now I'm see now I'm it started out as a goof now I'm legitimately hungry mm-hmm. yeah. um the good thing is you're not going to get anything artificial no trans fats or high fructose corn syrup now that junk is just healthy good for you
0: is that good shit from what's from the earth mm-hmm. is of the greatest worth think about it just think about that uh, and That's, also think- that people usually say that about wheat but I think it also works for salted caramel. If you box. order from, from
3: NatureBox, you're going to get that good kush. By which I mean...
0: <laughs> good. Snacks. You're going to get that dank, dank smoke. By which I mean dark cocoa almonds.
3: <laughs> A sweet, sticky, Iggy almonds. Get ready to get high-off
2: snacks with NatureBox.com. Use the coupon code MYBROTHER and you're going to save 50%. That's 50% more kush for you. By which I mean... What?
0: Salted caramel pretzel pop. You'll be able to chief so many more dubers. <laughs> by which I mean snacks. Uh, guys, I have a message for Star, and it's from Sky. We are getting celestial.
2: Yeah, I like this. With these messages.
0: Uh, wishing a happy 20th, maybe belated birthday, January 6th. Okay. Yup. Slightly mm-hmm. belated. Hey, uh, hey, we
2: belated your birthday. Can we have a tip? Isn't that how this works? <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> We're belaters. Um, t- happy uh, 20th. Definitely belated birthday to my amazing sister. I'm not going to lie, while writing this, I forgot how old you are. But, but hopefully, you can accept your new favorite brothers wishing you a happy birthday as an apology. Love you lots, and have a great birthday from your now least favorite brother. Um,
3: I hope that Starlight like, turns out to be like 62. And he was like, "I, I
0: think she's like twenty something." I think she's like twenty. She she that she just went through menopause. <laughs> when do ladies do that? Star, get out the, the old. We got the old health book. Sky was oh,
3: hitting no. way too much of that good Kush, which I mean, Nature Box dry pistachios.
0: Um, again, like you do not have to be as honest as you were in your message. You do not need to fess up to fucking up. Let
2: us take it for you.
0: Let's Maybe take it for we, you, or we just like the, don't We
2: read the birthday wrong. That's on us. Oops. Oops. We can carry uh, that heat. We'll carry that load. It ain't yeah. heavy. It's a fuck up.
0: Uh, this next message is for Alice Thornberg uh, from Eric Lind, who says, "Happy anniversary, Alice. I love you." Boom, boom. You don't need the fucking goofs in here. You don't need like promises or admission of fuck ups. All you need—it's a for it's all a we man. know their
3: anniversary was in September.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. For all we know, Alice doesn't exist. <laughs> and neither does Eric. And, and this was just Eric. generated by Jesse Thorne. And Jesse just sent us this message because he felt bad for us for not having many Jumbotrons. Uh, just kidding. You guys keep us, you keep our pockets lined. With, that's the, all we're with saying. Dankest. Um, happy, but happy anniversary, Alice and Eric. I would say that we love you. Yeah. You, okay.
3: Eric loves you. We love you.
0: Star yeah, I, and Sky I love say. you. Star and Sky love you. We're all just one big love thing.
1: Breaking news January is one of the biggest months ever for the MaximumFun.org network. We're launching four new shows. Yes, four! Four new shows. So much stuff to listen to. The first new Max Fun show is Oh No, Ross and Carrie. They join fringe religious groups, undergo alternative medicine treatments, and investigate the paranormal, all so you don't have to. Your new late night best friends are Jasper Red and Kimberly Clark and their new Max Fun show is called The Goose Down not to be missed. Also coming to Max Fun in January, Song Exploder. It's a podcast that talks to musicians about their songs and deconstructs how they were put together. And our fourth new show is Lady to Lady, a weekly talk show with Tess Barker, Brandy Posey and Barbara Gray. It's like The View if The View was a good thing. And one final announcement, Dave Holmes, the great Dave Holmes from television, is joining the network as the new host of our funny-as-heck international quiz show, International Waters. It's going to be a great year for Maximum Fun. You can check out all our new shows at MaximumFun.org or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, You guys want to Yahoo? Yes. Absolutely.
3: Yes,
0: I do. I don't care what anyone says. Well, I mean, all I'm saying is trying to. I want
3: a Yahoo, damn it. And I'm this mad Yahoo. as hell.
0: Okay. Can I go? Yeah. This Yahoo was sent in by Ira Ray.
2: Are you Ira Ray? What was that? I realized that I already said it once the other way, so I hesitated halfway through.
3: Okay. I guess I had a seizure. You lost focus. If you lose focus for even a minute in this game, Justin.
0: Uh, thank you, Ira Ray. It's by Yahoo Introduces your question mark, who asks. You have got to have sex with either R2-D2 or C-3PO. What's it going to be? <laughs> uh, additional information. Things to consider. C-3PO has a very poofy voice. Man, that's not cool. Come on. Uh, R2-D2 has many appendages, including a periscope. Mm. Do you want me to Fuck. The parrot? Is that what that movie Down Periscope is about?
3: That way you can totally see like what's up your butt or whatever.
0: I guess that. I guess yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh sure. Yeah yeah. Definitely. got us have sex. Yeah. You, sorry. I mean, let me let me put it in the way that God and this question asker intended. You have got to have sex with either R two D two or C three PO. I don't mean. I don't know if that means like. You are required to, or, like, sort of like how you like, I You have been poisoned, and the I only
3: have... antidote is to have sex with either R2-D2 or C-3PO.
0: Or maybe it means that, like, I have got to eat some Pringles.
3: huh. I'm out of
2: Pringles now, so I can't- there's nothing I can do about that.
0: You ate the whole- there were some... e- I
2: ate it all the potato crisps. Um, Copyright or... infringement. <laughs> uh, I mean- First off, let's hurry this conversation along because I'm sure Kevin Smith is transcribing it for inclusion in Clerks Three, so we want to make sure
3: to to really not
2: keep this it snappy. dialogue out of the
3: park. Yeah, I think the obvious answer is R2D2. There's
0: a lot of hateful like people agreeing with Travis in the comments saying like, "Well, C3PO is a guy."
3: Like, no, what R2-D2, R2D2 though? Like he's got the better personality. You want to chill with him.
2: Well, uh, here's a yeah, good ready? thing about I like about R2-D2 in this case. Hey, a motherfucker can keep a secret. Yeah, he can. The problem, look, I'm going to need to make sure, I don't know which of his widgets and servos I need yeah. to deactivate to make sure he's not making a 3D hologram of our lovemaking, but I am <laughs> definitely going to need to deactivate that. I might just um, dump a big gallon of iced tea on his head just to make <laughs> sure that, like, that part of him is
0: broken for good.
3: Just I, open up the microwave, turn it to high.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Um... Yahoo Answers aid and says R2D2. It's possible that it's a girl. Plus, the robot probably has a great dick sucking mechanism in there somewhere. Oh no! Why would that be part of the? That's why the Jawas were like, "Oh, definitely him. Definitely got to have that yeah, one." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the protocol yeah, yeah. Protocol Droid, like, sure, he speaks like three hundred languages. Like, yeah, we're into it. But this dude, <laughs> he's got a great dick sucking. He has a
3: great, a he's great dick. is out
0: of his world, you
3: guys? I actually I, saw that at the CES show for the dick sucking mechanism. The dick sucking like R
0: two D two attachment.
2: You know it's they're a, you know they're gonna upsell that. That's gonna be an upcharge. You're gonna oh, to it never it
0: standard. Doesn't never. come with the base model. It's a it's a USB dongle <laughs> for your dongle.
2: What's <laughs> your dongle? in This dongle.
0: Uh, and literally every Yahoo answers user response. C three is a god. I don't want any I don't want any gay shit when I fuck yeah, one of these god, f- god fictional forbid. robots. <laughs> I mean, it, like you're talking about fucking a fictional robot. Can you just like open your mind for like a minute, for like a minute, and think about like one of them actually has a humanoid shape? Maybe that's something that would be interesting. I'm also
3: gonna throw out C-3PO is not a dude. He's a robot. Uh-huh. Like, right. You don't know. Jabba you the Hutt might be it. It might be like the female of the species. Why are you, you assuming? You have such a closed mind about like this idea of gender. Take that internet! What better chance to experiment with your sexuality than with mm-hmm. a robot?
0: That's fiction. That's the fictional. Robot.
2: Robot. You can't even imagine the idea of having sex with a robot that is, I mean, theoretically gendered. Like I, I, th- I, think that that's so, that's so short-sighted. What if it's not? Like, just
0: have the thought experiment. Like, I just, I guys, I just fucked Gandalf the Grey in my brain. I mm-hmm. just thought about it. I just did that for me, and you know why? Cause it's like, it's fictional, have some fun.
2: I bet if you were to do an interview with uh, a million gay people, and you were to ask them, how did you realize you were a homosexual? I bet not one of their stories start with, well, I was imagining having sex with C3PO, mm-hmm. and I realized I was gay. I bet that it, that is not, well, okay, it, it is the earth, uh, <laughs> there's one. There's one, certainly. But it's probably not you, statistically speaking.
0: No, it's a it is what Malcolm Gladwell would call an outlier. That's why his book was all about. By the way, I don't know if you guys read that one. It's probably you can probably skip that particular novel.
3: Here's another thing too. Call me crazy, but. I would bet there are many homosexual men who would also not want to have sex with C3PO. Yes, thank you. A myriad of other reasons.
2: Yes, thank you. I don't think our nation's gay men are lining up. Like,
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh, a gay (laughs) We had a a really great turnout when we relaunched the Star Wars series. But why? Uh, why? But why?
2: Can't crack the code. Obviously, C3PO has no orifices. Look at him. Look at a picture. There are no orifices. Mm. That is the the, uh, end all be all of this question.
0: And the prequel trilogy, you do get to see him with that his plating on, and that I is, was baiting. I was baiting to that plating, baby. It was perfecto mundo. Yes, please, George Lucas.
2: <laughs> Finally, show me more of
0: right. an, show me more of Anakin's youth, if that's the trade-off. I will a, a spoonful of naked three PO helps the Jar Jar go down. <laughs>
2: And Jar Jar does go down in the most Jar Jar delightful way in that in the sequel. You gotta stick around for that
0: one He goes down on the and the Gungan King and I watched it in my brain It doesn't mean anything. It's just like It's just like expand your horizons. You know Have what I mean? Have sex with a
2: Gungan. Have I'm sex with a out. Gungan. How many people in, in the early 2000s do you think were just started like, ah oh, fuck Jar Jar Fuck Jar
0: Jar Fuck, fuck Jar Jar? Jar? Fuck Jar Jar. Fuck Jar Jar. <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Let's ex- let's explore this.
3: Mr. President, please sit down.
0: <laughs> Bring me George Lucas and a typewriter. <laughs> An we're going to do this. We need to do some revisions. Listen, Revenge of the Sith is out in 3 months. <laughs> we we have a very house. limited amount of time to to commit this to celluloid. Here's a an Yahoo answer that was sent in by Ira Ray. Are Thanks, Ira. No, you we don't have to do it that third
3: ra time. Ray. Who am
0: Ira Ray? <laughs> who am Ira Ray? Thanks, know. Ira. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bill V, who asks: Is parkour weird or sad? I'm 15 and in England, and want to start parkour, but since it's not the most popular thing around where I live, Mm -hmm. will people think I'm weird or sad climbing roofs all the time, etc. There's only a few people who do it around where I live and they're really good with all their flips and stuff and I can only do a front flip so far will I look stupid.
2: Here is the the thing about parkour. Your, the level to which you look stupid is uh, inversely proportionate to how sweet you are at flips. If your flips are sweet, you may look like it may be, like, uh, new for some people, sort of experience. But if I see anybody doing anything really well, it doesn't really matter what that thing is. You know what I mean? Like, if you see someone busking on the street and they're playing uh, saxophone badly, then that's... Kind of cool. Then, <laughs> okay, that would be sort of sweet. After. It's kind of a sweet thing. <laughs> that would be sort of great. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that would be because oh, i fully
0: committed who's to the that? goof. That is a smooth operator over there. Yeah. Is that Careless whisper almost?
3: <laughs> if you see someone doing is power that careful core- whisper. because that care-
2: <laughs> if you see someone doing parkour badly in public, that's someone who's desperate for attention. Sure. If you see well, someone doing uh, parkour uh, well in public, then that's someone who just had to let it loose. They just had Justin, to but the now. problem
3: is, is I don't know that parkour is a solo activity, because I think if you're just doing it by yourself, you're just that guy jumping over fences and climbing roofs. And, and shouting you know I mean? parkour. And shouting parkour. But when you are in a group, oh, now it's fine.
0: I think it's one of those things um, that if somebody's not filming you with a camera saying, oh, this is going on YouTube, then it is going to be like a weird thing to catch you doing. You're saying whoa. it's
2: important to have someone to film you doing the parkour.
0: Yeah, or else you're just, what are you doing it for? Here's, Exercise?
2: Here's, here's, a, here's a possibility. Let me hit you with this. Do all your parkour with like a messenger bag. And then it's like, whoa. Oh, shit. Whoa, we got a premium rush.
0: We do have a Premium Rush situation. Uh, yeah, Premium Rush, guys, critics just got the response back, did not like the bikes. Too many bikes, they said, love JGL, he did a great acting job, little too much biking. So uh, we're just going to subtract them for Premium Rush 2, no bikes. No bikes. We're going to go nice. ahead and put no bikes in the title. Maybe that will entice people who got a little burned by the first one and all its bikes.
3: Did you think, though, that like when, when skateboarding first started to take off, There was like a kid who was like, "I want to do skateboarding, but everybody else in the city is really good." Yeah, I don't don't want to show up. No, see, okay. Here's
2: the thing, though. You see someone with a skateboard, and you think, "Oh, that guy's out there skateboarding, having fun." If you see someone doing parkour badly, it's just like, "Hey, asshole! The stairs are right there." Yeah, don't be an idiot. I
3: also, I also think that parkour badly translates to broken ankles.
2: Well, that's right. It's not a game. It's not a long-term
0: game plan. Yeah, you see somebody jumped off the roof and you died. You see somebody jump off the roof and just barely land it, and you think like, that's not sustainable. That that kid's going to be in the game for maybe another couple weeks, and then he's going to have to get an office job somewhere. It's gonna it's going to affect his gait. Is parkour weird or sad though? Like, I think the word "sad" it makes me think of like. All clinically depressed people actually do parkour. Whenever you see somebody doing parkour, they're actually crying, and they're, they're flipping their tears. Every time they do a backflip, a few tears just like, whee, just like, <laughs> fling off their face.
2: Why are they so sad when they're able to flip and gyrate in, in such an artistically impressive manner? I would be it's, so happy.
0: They're not, the parkour isn't making them sad. They're parkouring <laughs> because they're sad, is what I'm saying.
2: They're trying to parkour the pain away.
0: They, and it's the only thing that works. It's the only, it's the only thing that
2: works. The only bomb for my
0: sadness is flipping It's a flip everywhere. and a spin and a jump. Just do it.
2: I mean, I don't think it's weird or sad. Like, I, I'm pretty impressed with anybody who wants to get out there and get active. I guess in this society, especially.
0: If, if I bought some soaps, the shoes with the the slippery like inner part that you're supposed to like be able to grind. Mm-hmm. On like railings Just using your shoes I've never seen anybody do that But I always thought It was pretty fucking cool um, If I bought some soaps Would that be weird or sad?
2: I, I don't think it would be Either of those things I think it would be it w- You would look great and, and feel great About yourself
0: For like a minute
2: For a minute And then you fall And you hurt yourself I got come to your funeral got fly away at Austin That's great yeah. you, you, You'd be buried this. here right? Where do you want to be buried? This is Welcome oh. to our comedy show my brother, my brother, and me. Today's it's tricky because I'm all like, I'm buried.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm full blown like Texas forever, Jason Street down here. Yeah. Um, I only drink Lone Star beers. Like I'm, I am full blown Texan. Um, but I think that there would be more like ground space for me in Huntington. Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't. I would go maybe a bit longer before I got exhumed, just to like make room for the next guy.
3: Yeah. Travis, where do you want to be buried? I. Uh, in your arms, Justin.
0: <laughs> he wants you to carry a giant pile of dirt around with him buried in it, his coffin.
2: No coffin, J- just dirt. J-
0: Justin uh, just like carries his shirt out, like he's trying to carry like a bunch of like apples. But it's not apples; it's his brother.
2: It's uh, that's gonna do it for us for our comedy show. We're gonna have a, a last question from Griffin here in a second. But first Justin, where, say, do
0: wanna die? where do you want to uh, where do you want to bury? Where do you want to be buried when you die?
2: I'm not gonna die. Uh, thank you to everybody tweeting about our show, like Chucho, Greg Bales, James Donaldson, uh, Rap Uncle, uh, Chase Leah Newhook, Jay, Joe Smith, John B. Diva I think, Diva, Div- Diva Divine, John B. John B. Diva Divine, thank you, Brian, Safi, and Aaron Gibson, our old buddies from Throwing Shade, uh, thank you for t- tweeting about our program, we sure appreciate you.
3: Uh, Speaking you- of throwing shade, make sure to check out all the other Max Fun podcasts. We just added a bunch of new ones; they're all awesome. Go check it out. Throwing Shade, Sawbones, One Bad Mother, uh, International Waters is back. Jordan Jesse Go. There's tons of them. Go check them out.
0: Go on, you've earned it. I want to thank John Roderick and the long winters for these for theme song is a departure which you can find on the album putting the days to bed you can buy that from all music uh retailers um uh, go to your local record store maybe you'll catch a maybe i will catch a vinyl of one of their of the, one of their records i sure. have putting i'm putting the days to bed on vinyl i've been hunting for the others i don't actually know if they got pressed or not but
2: we'll find yeah. out i'm sure he'll call us yeah, yeah. um and uh thank you to you for for listening to us yet again want to give another thanks to uh our sponsor nature box uh they make great tasting healthy snacks get 50 percent off your first order
3: go to nature box use promo code my brother all one word oh and I, we ah. just opened hamlet down at uh the cincinnati shakespeare company i'm in it i play laertes Um, You should come check it out If you're able to uh, Go to Censyshakes.com It's Censy With a Y C-I-N C-Y Shakes.com It's really Uh, awesome And it's selling out
2: Programming note The medical history Show I do with my wife Sydney Sawbones It's a comedy Medical history show About all the terrible ways We've tried to Cure people over the years Uh, We're moving that From Fridays to Tuesdays So you're listening to us On Monday Come back on Tuesday For uh, Sawbones You can find that At sawbonesshow.com and on iTunes and everywhere else. So go check um, it totally
0: out. And if you want to have a message on our show, it's maximumfun.org slash Jumbotron. And they'll have all the info there for you to get it on.
2: Griffin, last question. I'm ready.
0: This final Yahoo answer uh, was sent in by Alan Jackaway. Thanks, Alan. It's by Yahoo Answers user Scampy who asks, What if we are the ghosts?
3: <laughs> Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy.
0: I'm Griffin McElroy.
2: This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips.
1: MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hey, folks, this is Kevin Allison of the Max Fun podcast, Risk, where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. If you've never heard Risk, why not start with our 150th episode? It's an all star lineup of jaw dropping true stories from Aisha Tyler.
0: Now, this being the 90s, I was drinking malt liquor. Don't fuck you in your racist house. <laughs> We're all racist for laughing. <laughs>
1: Tom Lennon. Whenever I walk into a place that's called Mr. Binkies, I'm expecting Armenian Bumblebee to be like, I got jack-off pills for you. Yeah! (laughs) Jay Moore. Me, public school in New Jersey. I didn't need to know anything because everybody knew you got pregnant by peeing in each other's butts. That's how we knew. Andy Dick. We've had a monogamous relationship for five years. i barely cheated on her. <laughs> and The Daily Show's Jessica Williams. Oh my
2: god, I have like this need to be responsible for some reason that doesn't really benefit me, so
1: like, <laughs> Jessica, clean it up. Look for Risk on iTunes or of course at MaximumFun.org Risk!